Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in hour number two of the program here on Monday morning. And uh, of course, it is starting off a little chilly out there, but at least it's dry for now. It was really windy earlier. It doesn't, you know, it's still pretty windy out there now, but I haven't seen the big gusts like I saw when I first came in. There's a chance for some rain today and it's going to be, you know, mid, mid to high 40s. We're going to have some 50 degree days this week. Maybe some rain on Thursday, but some meteorologists are saying that the cold may be behind us. We'll see. We'll see if Punxsutawney Phil was right. But so far, at least today, it's shaping up to be a decent day. And all those piles of snow are starting to disappear. I'm looking at the piles out in the parking lot now, and there's barely any left. Hopefully, we don't have to see any more for the rest of the year. So, uh, in the 8 o'clock hour, we'll be joined by Jack Spillane of New Bedford Light to be turning on the light, as we do each Monday. And he has a column up about the importance of school libraries because that relates to the reporting of Colin Hogan, who has two stories on this regarding the school librarian desert on the South Coast. So, we'll talk about that with Jack as well. Uh, Just a programming note for you, later on in the week... There are some changes coming to Medicare, and later on in the week we're going to have someone coming on to talk about that so that uh, you will know all about it and be armed with all that information. And also, it's the open enrollment period for it, so we'll get into all of that, I believe, on Thursday. And then um, we'll also be speaking later on this week with the director of that new series on Apple TV+, Plus, The Dynasty, which focuses on The New England Patriots Dynasty, it's based on the book. The author of the book was also the writer of the TV series. And they got some really, really interesting interviews from people associated with all the different aspects of the Patriots story. Now, I saw someone post on social media that they felt like this series and and I don't know if this person this person was in the media <clears throat> so I don't know if they had access to screeners and have seen the entire series um ahead of the interview that I'll be 
I'll actually be recording it tomorrow because of the, the time zone difference. Um, but ahead of the interview, I was sent screener so I could watch the whole series and, and, and know, you know, have more fully formed questions for the director. And so I finished it over the weekend. And so I don't know if this person got to see the whole series or not. But he pointed out that they, they spent a lot of time on the controversy and, and not a lot of time on the successes. And my point to that would be, but if you're making something for everyone to watch, they want to know about the controversies. They don't, they don't need to relive. If you want to relive the, the Super Bowl victories and all the important plays, if you want to relive fourth and two and all of that, you can watch the three games to glory DVDs. You can watch the presentations they do on the NFL Network. You know, the Patriots fans can find that stuff wherever they want to find it. This was a chance to address some of the things that had never been addressed before. How much have you heard former Patriots players talking about what Aaron Hernandez was really like as a person? How often have you heard them talking about how they felt about Bill Belichick following the Spygate accusations. How much have you really heard Tom Brady talking about Deflategate? Those are the things that people care about. Those are the things that people want to see. If you just want to be a super fan and relive all the great moments, again, go, go watch the Three Games to Glory DVDs. But this is designed to be as behind the scenes as the Patriots have ever, ever allowed access. And so if you haven't seen it, there's, I believe, four episodes of the 10 are already released. I'm embargoed. You're embargoed to not talk about what happens in the later episodes until, until their release dates. But I, I don't think I'm giving anything away to say that they address, you know, Spygate, that they address Deflategate, that they address the Aaron Hernandez situation. I think we'd all expect that to be part of it. But you got some really interesting inside information. And I'm saying that as somebody who was in the locker room for most of that dynasty, for most of that last 20 years. And I'm hearing former players talk, frankly, in a way that they certainly never talked to me. So if you want to get a deeper story about what's, what went on during that time, you're going to want to watch that docuseries. If you don't have Apple TV+, Plus, as far as I know, if you access the streaming service, which you can do by... Uh, you know, downloading the app on whatever you use for your Netflix or your Hulu or whatever. Or if you have Xfinity cable and you have one of those Xfinity boxes with the on-demand and the one that does all the apps, it has Apple TV Plus as one of the available apps in there. I believe you can watch the first episode of any Apple TV Plus series for free. And if not, they're always doing introductory things you know, seven days free and all that kind of stuff. And if you have T-Mobile, 
certain T-Mobile plans offer, Apple TV Plus included. If you have an iPhone, there's a chance that your cell company might offer you Apple TV Plus as part of the package. And then you just log in on your phone and then you go to your TV and it'll ask you for the code that's on your phone and it'll activate it on your TV. I actually have mine now through my T-Mobile. And it's worth, it's worth a watch if you are interested in the behind-the-scenes information about some of those, and not just the scandals, but, but kind of everything that went on. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning. How are you? Yeah. Speaking of documentaries behind, that go uh, to a deeper level than what you're ever going to find on most, uh, you know, most film, I was surfing to my... Uh, Remote the other, uh, I think it was Friday night, and I came across PBS. They had a documentary called 20 Days in Mariupol. It's on that series called Frontline, mm -hmm. which I don't know if you've ever seen it, but sure. it's independent reporters, and I think they've won assorted enemy, uh, Emmy Awards because of some of the some of the things they've dug up. I, many of their films, you, uh, you wonder how they ever got it, and how brave they were to even go in where they went to get it, you know? But this was just a, a film. Everybody should watch this if they think Vladimir Putin is a nice guy because uh, you will not watch that film come out thinking that because they had these two photographers and a uh, reporter uh, from an independent newspaper outside of Kiev somehow get into the city during the height of the siege that the Russians had the city surrounded. And they got some film out of there that I just, I can't get it out of my head. It is so horrible. It, you know, normally, normally I change the station, but I had to watch this. I don't know, because you, you, you felt so sorry for these people and what was going on there that you, you just had to see what they were doing. <laughs> and it was horrible. I mean, un, it was like genocide. What they were doing was like genocide. Well, and, uh... I'm trying to see know. if there's any upcoming um, any upcoming airings of it, and I don't see that online, but you can watch the whole documentary online. If you go to uh, pbs.org slash WGBH slash Frontline, oh, yeah. you can find it yeah. there. I suggest that people who don't have uh, any feelings toward what's going on over there, just take a look at that film and tell me that they don't have some feelings after seeing that film because I got to tell you, I mean... I came out of there thinking the best thing that could happen in this world is if somebody got into the Kremlin with a forty-five and put a bullet between uh, Mr. Putin's two eyes because it's just, <laughs> how can you do this to people? It's unbelievable to me. <laughs> well, uh, thank you for letting us know about it. Yeah. You have a great day. You too. Bye. And, uh, yeah, that's, you, you can feel however you feel about PBS. You know, people are always like, ah. PBS gets all kinds of government funding, and then they have their hands out for more, and ah, it's just all liberal programming, and ah, no. Watch some of the, the, the shows that they have. I watch a number of shows on PBS, and you will be fascinated by what they present. Things with no agenda. Other than to provide information. I just watched yesterday um, the most recent episode of The American Experience, which is probably my favorite PBS show. And this was about 
airline stewardesses, the history of them and how they fought to get equality. And you're, you probably didn't realize this if you were around for the time when these stewardesses were fighting for equality, but you probably didn't realize the extent to which they were um, subjugated by the airlines. Fired at 32 years old because you were now considered too old. If you weighed one pound over what they wanted you to weigh, you would be suspended without pay. You weren't allowed to be married. Basically, what they wanted is they wanted you to be something that was desirable to the men who would fly on the planes. And they needed you to present an air of availability to them. They were fetishized, and that was something that was airline policy for decades. It's amazing. And then, of course, Nova is another great show. Frontline is always good. Nature. I don't watch nature too much because I just, I'm not big into nature documentaries. I used to watch a lot of them, but not so much anymore. But you can learn a lot and be entertained. But for me, American Experience, I don't watch every episode. Sometimes I start watching them and I'm like, yeah, this one doesn't really have my interest. But I love watching this archival footage or seeing these old photographs in, in HD and the way that they get into the depth of the story. So check it out. If you don't watch PBS, it's worth it. I don't watch all the other stuff. I don't watch great performances and masterpiece theater and all that. That stuff just doesn't hold my interest. But the documentaries definitely do. Or the, you know, the series that are documentary-based definitely do. So I don't have Channel 25 open right now, but I just got a message that uh, they're having a, a walkout at uh, Brockton High School in regards to all these safety issues. I'm just going to go over to the website, and then during the break I can go over to the to the TV and change that. But <clears throat> according to the uh, Boston25news.com website, community members were outside the school at 6 a.m. as students and teachers arrived. And it looks like some of the students are joining in with them. So this certainly is getting the attention that the school committee wanted. It's getting the eyeballs on the problem. But now is it, is it expanding beyond what they were hoping that it would? 508-996-0500. I am going to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. Oh. Don't worry about 
And welcome back in 508-996-0500 or app chat or open line voicemails on the WBSM app. And uh, on Friday, I was, um, I left here, left work, had to do a few errands and was looking to get something quick and easy for an early dinner. And of course, I went right to Crispy Crunchy Chicken at Gas Express in New Bedford. It's located at the corner of Tarkin Hill Road and Belleville Avenue. And when I went in there, now I have always just gotten a four-piece crunch box. That's what I usually get. Four pieces of chicken, usually a couple of drumsticks, a thigh, a breast, and a side. I like the um, potato wedge fries. And, of course, the honey biscuits. So good. They're already becoming famous across the South Coast. That's normally what I would get. Bone-in chicken. Because it's tasty and it's meaty. It's not greasy. It is crispy. It is crunchy. And it's delicious. And I usually get the bone-in. But something told me on Friday, you know what? Try the boneless, Tim. You haven't had those yet. And so I got some boneless tenders with the with the uh, potato wedge fries and some of the original crispy crunchy chicken sauce which has you know a little bit of zing but it's not spicy it's more kind of um, well I would say it kind of amplifies the flavor of the chicken tenders. And what I was most blown away by was how big and meaty these tenders were. We were talking, this is not like a, a, a chicken nugget where they're taking a bunch of chicken parts and processing it all together into a tender. No, this is pure breast meat. This is big, meaty, juicy, and very filling. I got a four piece. I'm not kidding you. I ate two of them. And some of the fries, and that was my dinner. I saved the rest for the next day. And it cost just a little bit over 10 bucks for the meal. I mean, you can't go wrong. Crispy, crunchy chicken at Gas Express in New Bedford at the corner of Tarkin Hill Road and Belleville Avenue, where their motto is, either you know how good it is or you haven't tried it. Everybody that I'm talking to that has tried this chicken has come back and said, Tim, you are right. This chicken is great. It's some of the best I ever had, and I don't think that I ever would have thought of it as a place to go if I hadn't heard you talking about it. So it's kind of New Bedford's best-kept secret right now. Get over there and try it before everybody knows about Crispy Crunchy Chicken inside Gas Express in New Bedford. If you can't make it over there, they do deliver using the uh, Got You option as well as DoorDash and Uber Eats. All right, well... We're going to be going into the newsroom in just a moment with Phil, and we're going to get all the headlines of the day. But I also want to hear from you at 508-996-0500. I also want to get your app chat messages on the WBSM app if you want to send those over, as well as open line voicemails on the WBSM app. Later on this week, speaking of the app, later on this week we will have tickets to give away to see Lewis Black, the Goodbye Yeller Brick Road Tour. He's coming next month to the Vets in Rhode Island, which is a nice, intimate venue. You'll get to see Lewis Black and all of his yelling and screaming glory. It is his final tour. 
So we're going to have tickets to give away later on this week for Lewis Black. All you need to do to win them is have the WBSM app downloaded. You'll be able to enter in online at WBSM.com too. But the app's always the easiest way. And, uh, and we'll have more information for you on that later on this week. But it's just the start of our big giveaway season. Lots of concerts and shows and comedians to give away tickets to. Now let's go into the newsroom and get all the headlines of the day with Phil Devitt. Now, the biggest stories on the South Coast from the WBSM Newsroom. This is WBSM News. Donald Trump is the winner of South Carolina's GOP presidential primary, coming out on top over the weekend after already winning in Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. In South Carolina, the win is significant, as it means White House hopeful Nikki Haley lost in her own home state. Haley, for her part, is making it clear she's still in the race. Vigils were held around the country over the weekend for a 16-year-old Oklahoma high school student who died after a fight in a school bathroom. Nex Benedict, who identified as non-binary, died earlier this month, the day after a fight with three girls who were allegedly picking on them at high school. Students at Owasso High School are reportedly planning a walkout today. The woman killed in a mass shooting following the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl championship parade and rally has been laid to rest. Funeral services took place for 43-year-old radio DJ Lisa Lopez-Galvin on Saturday. 22 others were wounded in the February 14th shooting. At least two more Florida children have measles after the state's Surgeon General ignored federal guidelines for containing an outbreak at an elementary school. Six children at one school contracted the disease about a week ago. Now two more children have the illness. Surgeon General Joseph Latipo said he was leaving it to parents to send their kids back to the school while the federal government recommends staying at home to stop the spread. The spacecraft that touched down on the moon last week is alive and well after tipping over onto its side. Houston-based Intuitive Machines guided its Odysseus lander onto the moon, marking the first touchdown by a U.S.-built spacecraft since the Apollo 17 mission in 1972. Shares in the company nearly doubled on word of its successful landing, only to tumble around 30% in a late-day sell-off on Friday after word came out of the slight mishap. AT&T will provide customers affected by Thursday's network outage a $5 credit. In a statement on its website, the cell provider said customers will receive it within two billing cycles. AT&T says a software update is to blame. The service disruption started early Thursday and was a major headache for many, with phone services limited. GPS maps failed and some 911 calls did not go through. AT&T serves more than 100 million customers, according to the company's website. And the Bob Marley biopic tops the box office for the second week in a row. Bob Marley One Love took in an estimated $13.5 million over the weekend. In Middleborough, two weekend events are under investigation this morning. A single car crash that killed a man in his 60s Sunday afternoon and a Saturday morning house fire that killed a juvenile. And a 22-year-old New Bedford man is charged with robbing an Uber driver. Police say Isaiah Poindexter of Cedar Street was wearing a GPS ankle bracelet at the time for vandalizing vehicles last year. Time now for WBSM Sports brought to you by Sparks Auto in Dartmouth. The Boston Bruins close out their four-game road trip tonight with a visit to Seattle. That game at 10. The Boston Celtics are red hot going for a ninth straight win when they play the Philadelphia 76ers on Tuesday. And the Red Sox in spring training. They play the Phillies today at 1. Let's check your forecast now with ABC6. 
Cloudy skies to start this work week with temperatures this morning in the mid to low 30s. Isolated sprinkle cannot be ruled out. As we head into the afternoon hours, gradual clearing is expected with values in the mid 40s. Overnight tonight, patch of fog will develop with clouds increasing once again in the low 30s. And we'll be dealing with some fog tomorrow first thing in the morning. Mostly cloudy skies will prevail. Mid-40s rain tomorrow night. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. I'm Phil Devitt for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station WBSM. And get all of our content and breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. And this isn't Radio Nowhere. This is Radio South Coast, where we talk about the things that matter here on the South Coast in New Bedford and beyond. And uh, coming up in the next hour, we'll be turning on the light with Jack Spillane. We're going to talk about his latest column regarding school libraries. And it's kind of um, a companion piece to the great reporting by Colin Hogan about the, the lack of libraries in local schools. And I've been talking throughout this morning about the importance of school libraries that I don't know that I would have had access to as many books as I did if not for school libraries. I don't think that I would have been able to have read as much as I did if not for the school library because, again, we weren't buying books for the most part. And you couldn't always get to the public library with five kids, you know. So I remember when I lived in Plymouth, rarely going to the public library, except for those trips with my class because we could walk. My school was downtown, so we could walk. But the the bigger problem was that there was nowhere to park when the library was downtown. Now they have a beautiful, big, beautiful library uh, in South Plymouth. That's incredible. But back in those days, it was downtown. You had to park downtown. It was impossible. So we didn't go very often. When we moved to Sandwich after that, we would go to the library pretty much every Saturday. I loved going to the library. And then, of course, moving to Wareham, we moved here just in time for the brand new library to have opened, but we had good school libraries too. I'll never forget when I lived in Sandwich, there was a librarian that worked there sometimes who would always question whether or not I should be allowed to check out the books that I was trying to check out. 
you know, at the time, again, reading Stephen King, reading um, Tom Clancy. And I would show up at the front desk with these, you know, big, thick adult books. And she would be like, I don't think that your your parents want you to read those. So I had to have my dad go up and tell her he can he can check out any book that he wants. And then from that point on, I didn't get any any guff about what I was checking out. But it made all the difference in the world to have access to the, to the books in school where I could go to the library pretty much any time that I wanted to. And I would. Sometimes I would say, is it okay if I go down to the library just to return this book and take out another one? Or can I skip recess and go to the library so I can find something to read? But now kids don't have that opportunity. The kids in New Bedford don't have a school library unless they're at the high school. It's it's disappearing, that chance for them to be able to have access to those books. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning, Mr. Weisberg. Good morning. So you're another one of those people that call us the South Coast, huh? Yeah. You know that you know that we're not in the South Coast, Mr. Weisberg. We are absolutely of the South Coast. We are the East Coast and it's always been that way till some moron, I still don't know who it was, decided that we're gonna call ourselves the South Coast. To me that's Florida, okay? Well do you want do you wanna know the do you wanna know the quick history of how, how it became the South Coast? Yeah, go ahead. So for a long time, it was something that was referred to by the meteorologists. They would call this the south coast of Massachusetts when they were describing the different areas. And then when the Standard Times wanted to have, you know, how like, you know, outside of Boston, they had Metro West and then they have like North Shore, South Shore. The Standard Times was like, we need a name like that for our area. So that's when they came up with South Coast. And and now it's become, you know, ubiquitous here. But there was nothing wrong with the East Coast. So you don't agree with that, right? You, I do not. No, like South Coast is perfectly is? fine. For you, it's not fine for me. Well? No, I don't, I don't have a lot of time on the phone. So uh, the measles that I've been hearing about on the news, where do you think that came from, Mr. Weisberg? I know, I know what you're going to say, but don't do it because, you know, <laughs> it's going to irk me real bad. Well, I don't think measles, measles have never really gone away, have they? We're not talking about that. We all know it hasn't really gone away. But look at this. Now they're even reporting it. Children in school. I'll tell you what. You better hope you don't get the whooping cough. Myself and my whole family had it when I was 14 years old. We all thought we were done for. It's so bad. Let me tell you, you don't want pertussis. Whooping cough. You don't want it. If I, I'd rather die than say you're going to be. You're going to have it one more time. No, I don't want it. I think I was completely damaged by it. It does wreck you. It, it fools around even with your pituitary gland, believe it or not. <clears throat> it ruins your hormones. We were coughing so bad, and you can't get no air back in after you cough out. You are practically suffocating. It was terrible. So I believe that these illegal, excuse me, illegal aliens, not illegal, uh, whatever you want to call them, anything else but that, I'm sorry, if they're illegal, that they're illegal, and they're bringing all this stuff in, and they're not made to take a vaccine like we are. People who lost their jobs over here, lost their likelihood, and lost everything because they were made to take the shots. I had the two Pfizer shots when it all first happened, and I was never the same. My legs got numb. 
Even still today, I wake up sometimes at 2 in the morning, I have to sit up on the side of my bed and rub my both legs to get any feeling back. And I was never like that till I had those shots. I hope you don't get the measles, Mr. Weisberg. You don't want it because as an adult, well, I've been, I've, I've been vaccinated against the measles. My two children, neither one of them had it. My son did have chicken pox. And it was terrible because he was like 18 years old. When you're older, it's worse. They were even in his throat. It was horrible. But my daughter still hasn't had it. But the measles, nope. Both of my kids have not had the measles. And I worry because they work in the public. They're in public jobs. One works for the city. One is medical. And they, she sees people all the time, every single day. So I mean, she's being checked all the time. And she, she, she's been uh, made to take vaccines, too. And it's wrong. So you, you, you think that this measles outbreak has more to do with uh, people coming into the country than the fact that it's in a state where there are parents who flagrantly flaunt that they don't get their kids' vaccinations against the measles, that they don't get their kids the MMR Mr. vaccination? Weisberg, my answer to that is going to go back to the answer I told you many times before. You have a natural immune system in your body. The more vaccines you take, the more you are ruining your own natural immunity that's what you don't I have a natural I immunity to the measles though and you're not going to build but a natural immunity to the it. measles i had measles when i was young i survived it i didn't have a vaccine i lived it if you're lucky enough to live it give your own body a chance stop messing around with it that's what i'm saying stop uh, messing around they need to straighten up that border they better make it safe and secure and they better do it fast I even think it's too late already. It's it's disgusting. It's disgusting. But thank you for taking my call. All right. You have a good day. You and too. Let's take another call here before I got to take a break. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hey, good morning, Tim. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Um, <laughs> this woman that just called, her name's Mary, right? Yes. Yeah. She's a woman after my own heart. I love her. And, you know, she called about the measles and I had heard um, on the news. So I... You know, I she, I figured since she brought it up, I was going to call in too and chime in on my uh, my opinion. And you know what? She's absolutely every time this woman calls in and what with what she says. I know people say she, um, you know, she's kind of um, I forget what the word I'm looking for. You know, maybe negative or always like you know uh, uh, talking about things on like on the downside. But what she speaks a lot of truths, regardless whether. I know people, you know, have different opinions, but most of the time she's right on because, you know, this, the, the measles outbreak, which really gets me, is I get it. There are, it's always been like that. There are parents that refuse to give their kids any kind of um, shot, whether it was, you know, measles, chicken pox, whatever. But I thought it was mandatory because last I knew, because um, there are, kids in my family that do go to the, um, you know, school system that they have to show proof of uh, having this shot and that shot and this whatever from their, you know, pediatrician in order to enroll and get into school. So with all these illegal illegals coming in, you know, they, it, it's like everything, like she says, you know, you we as Americans, we have to have this, we have to have that, we have to follow this rule, we have to follow that rule. But all these people come in, they all go, they're all allowed into these places, and they don't have to follow any rules at all. 
Um, and the other that, thing that's, that that's that not even remotely was, true. What what rules do they not have to follow? There's a lot of things that they don't have to follow. Oh, so they can they can they can just come in and they can start firing guns and they can just start robbing people. When I called you, when I called you, I didn't make a list, you know, to have to tell you this rule and that rule. But you know very well, Tim. There's there's a lot of things. No, you're just speaking in immense generalities that aren't true. Well, tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll make a list and then tomorrow I'll call you back in the morning and let you know. But the other, my final point is, you know, if. I, I don't know if I really heard correctly or not um, on your news broadcast that did and correct me if I'm whatever, if it's right or wrong. Um, did the administration of that school allow those kids to go to school, even though the parents knew that they had the measles? Um, I don't know. I didn't hear the news because I was uh, in the restroom during the news. But the okay. um, looking at a story here that I see. Uh, they they do require a 21 day quarantine for kids that do test for it, so I don't know that you know. Okay, I thought I, I thought I heard something uh, again. I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure, and I could be wrong, and I'll be the first one to admit it if I don't really know. But I thought I heard something that it said um, that you know parents were kind of upset because parents were not keeping the kids home from school uh, during the quarantine period. Uh, of their of having the measles, and so the, what they were doing was exposing uh, the other kids in the classroom to that. I, and if that is true, again, I don't know if it is or not how the story came out. But if that is true, then the administration is at fault to that. And this gets back again to the administration in school. Plus, you know, the parents are yes, they're at fault because again, they're adults; those are their kids. And of course, you know, it is what it is. But the administration should automatically say, well, sorry, you can't do that. We don't care how you feel or don't feel about having your kid come to school. But, you know, the administration, like a lot of things in schools nowadays, they drop the ball on everything. So now you're exposing other kids to the measles. Yeah, I don't. Anyway, I just just called to give my two cents. I'm going to hang up. Let somebody else call. All right. You have a good day. Have a good day. Yeah. Bye. And and I'm not sure with measles uh, what the contagious period is. If it's you're contagious before it starts to show, and you know how that works. So that, you know sometimes you're you're contagious before you're symptomatic or before you realize how severe the symptoms are, and that's where people end up spreading things that they didn't intend to spread, where they they didn't realize that they had it. They thought, oh, maybe this is just a rash. It'll go away. And then they send the kid to school. And then next thing you know, oh, geez, this is the measles. So hang on. I see Mary's trying to call back in, but I got to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a few moments. All right. Mary's calling back in. Let's see what's up. You're next. Mary, hello. Thank you. Thank you for letting me call back. I don't think I took the whole three minutes anyway. Number one, thank you to that lady that agrees with me. It's so nice to feel good like that. And the real reason I called back was because... Those illegals that are coming over the border with, you know, the ones that have the measles, don't you realize that they come here with it and they're not dead? They're walking around with the measles. They're driving around. They're doing good because they have an immune system, Mr. Weisberg, and it's helping them. It's carrying them over. So you say some people here, some American parents don't want to inoculate their children. They have an immune system. Let it work for you. Some people, yeah, they might die. But don't mess around with your own immune system. That's what I'm trying to say. Because those illegals are not dead. If they were, they wouldn't be able to bring that disease in here. All right. Same thing with that. What's that other one where you can't breathe there? I forgot what it is. 
uh, they used to call it consumption, something like uh, that. Tuberculosis. Yes, that's it. They're bringing that over here too. Okay, well, that, thanks for taking my call. You yeah. as well. That's that's yeah, a, that's another one, tuberculosis, that um, that still pops up now and then, uh, even though we do have vaccines against it, it still pops up now and then with uh, with different outbreaks. And it, and that has nothing to do with anybody bringing it in. It's just, it's another one of those things that's never actually gone away. So, you you know, you just got to be careful about that if you're not vaccinated for it because it does pop up now and then. Um, I do have to take a final break here for the hour. Before I do, though, I just want to bring up one thing that uh, Not Bad and Oak Bluff sent in via app chat. He says, good morning, Tim. AT&T can keep the $5 credit. That's adding insult to injury. I thought the same thing when I heard about that uh, yesterday, that that's their response for that outage that happened on Friday. Oh, we're going to give everybody a $5 credit because that's the average cost of, of cell service for the day. Come on. Come on, you're giving them a credit. It's not like you're actually losing money here. You're going to just charge them for something else instead. You'll just up the price of their phone the next time they renew. Come on. $5 credit. It is insult injury. All right, I do have to take one final break in the hour. We'll be right back. All right, that is going to do it for this hour as well. Uh, that's two and down in the books. One more hour to go here in the final week of February. And again, it's going to be a little bit of an extended week because it is a leap year. So we do have the 29th coming up on Thursday. But uh, coming up in the next hour, we'll be turning on the light with Jack Spillane of New Bedford Light. We'll talk about his column about the need for school libraries and the reporting of Colin Hogan that there's just a... There just aren't any school libraries around anymore, it seems. So we'll get in. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.